Losing Weight to Gain Control. Today's topic, How to Deal with Loose Skin After the Weight Loss Process. Hello and welcome to episode 29 of the Losing Weight to Gain Control podcast. This is Gwen Alexander, also known as Coach Gwen, your host. I hope everyone is doing well. With school getting started here in the U.S., many of you I know are probably getting busy trying to get the kids back into their routine. And I was thinking this week that I would probably go ahead in the in the next few weeks and do a podcast episode on healthy living as a family. I actually just gave that presentation not too long ago, and it seems to be some a message that a lot of people need. And also, there's still time to sign up for my eight-week weight management program. In that eight weeks, I'll give you the eight steps that I take to, to keep the weight off, but it's also what I did to lose it, because that's the whole point. However you lose it is what you will have to keep up to keep it off. Now, to register... You go to my website, thegwenalexander.com, that's T-H-E-Gwenalexander.com, and you'll click on online program, and it's got a detailed description of what each step uh, that we're going to cover, and also it's got where you can sign up for it. Now, this is a program to help you to build your own plan that you can do for your life, and that's the goal, you know, isn't it, to lose the weight in a way that changes with your life. So make the decision like I did now four and a half years ago and start taking control of your health and your life. If you have any questions about the program, you can email me, Gwen at thegwenalexander.com. That's Gwen, G-W-E-N, at thegwenalexander.com. I've seen lots of pictures of people who have lots of loose skin after a major weight loss. Especially if you lost a lot of weight the amount of loose skin may still be may still make you feel heavy. I was watching an episode of a show called My 600 Pound Life or something like that on YouTube, and I don't watch it anymore, so this was probably like last year sometime. And on one of the episodes, this guy, I mean, his, his stomach was hanging so much he could barely, you know, fit his clothes. So when they did the surgery, they cut off 30 pounds of excess skin from his stomach. And I usually, I'm kind of squeamish when I watch that stuff, but watching them actually cut it off and put it on a scale so they could weigh it, and I don't know what they do with this stuff after, but uh, because of the loose skin, um, his clothes couldn't fit. But I mean, I tell you, he looked like a totally different guy after they did this. Now, if you do have loose skin, one of the things I've seen uh, some people say is because of it, they, they can't, their clothes don't fit well. You know, they might have to buy a size or two bigger because of the loose skin. I'm not saying all of this will happen uh, in your weight loss, but for for some of us, uh, we've experienced that. There was also one YouTube video I watched. I don't remember what this guy's name was. I went back to try and find it and I couldn't find it, but he called it the loose skin syndrome. His take on it was you still have high body fat. And then I'll tell you about my own experience with this. Now, back in 2011, one of the things I thought about when I was going to say I'm going to finally take the steps to get control of my, my life and my weight, I thought about the loose skin because I knew I wasn't that young anymore. And one of the concerns I had was, would my skin bounce back after being stretched out for so many years? 
Now, this wasn't my first rodeo with losing weight. If you've listened to past episodes, I talk a little bit about how I had lost 115 pounds when I was in college in the late 90s. I had read a lot of information even back then. So I already knew about strength training and what that, and that was something I wanted to do in my exercise program. Even as a woman, I wasn't afraid that I was going to bulk up. I still hear that. I don't, I don't know where that comes from because if you study what it takes for your body to, to bulk up, so to speak, where you have all this muscle, just doing some lightweight exercises with, with lightweights are not going to bulk you up. I mean, you're not going to look like Arnold Schwarzenegger if you do. And, you know, it's just one of those things where I learned that the toning would actually probably help me with the loose skin. I hadn't read it, but I kind of figured that out. I had kept my dumbbells um, from when I had lost all that weight before. I already had a set of, uh, I think it was three, three pound and five pound dumbbells. Plus I had some resistance bands. Now I have the three pounds and the five pound dumbbells, eight and ten. Um, I have a step. I have resistance bands, I have ankle weights that, that are adjustable, and I also have like these hand weights that you can Velcro on your, your hand or your wrist for when I do my kickboxing is usually when I use those. And actually I have two pair of them. One set is one pound and the other is one and a half. Oh, and I have a five pound and a ten pound kettlebell. Plus I do exercises where I use my body weight. I knew I didn't want to do all cardio-based exercise routines when I was starting this. I get bored really easy. I wanted a variety, and I wanted to have muscle tone. But little did I know what I was doing was going to help me with the loose skin later. You see, I really, to me, I don't have much. Now, I have because of the way my skin was stretched out, I have little um, pockets of things, but, but I'm not embarrassed about it. I also have stretch marks on my stomach area and I have stretch marks on my arm and shoulder area. And maybe my triceps aren't as tight as some people would say, you know, they talk, call it the flappy arms, but it doesn't bother me. I've worked hard to achieve the look I have. So am I supposed to belittle myself because I have some loose skin? If you're just starting on your weight loss journey, here's some tips uh, I want you to think about as you go about creating your food and exercise program. And if you're already in the middle of your journey, these tips can still help you. And if you have lost the weight you wanted to lose, this can help you with deciding, you know, if maybe you should do the skin removal surgery or try to do, uh, try to, to tone up your loose skin without it. So here we go. The first thing is your skin is alive. I know it sounds creepy, but your skin is an organ. It's elastic. Think rubber band. It stretches. It retracts. Now, some of the factors that could determine if your skin bounces back after weight loss are your age. You know, one of the things I was thinking about. Sorry, ladies and gentlemen, as we age, our skin ages too. Um, Our genetics, uh, the pace of your weight loss can also make a difference in how well your skin bounces back. Now, that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to do something about it. I've actually heard some people say that, you know, they, they made the comment that don't tr- not try to lose weight because you're afraid of the loose skin. You know, keeping the weight on is probably more of a health hazard than the loose skin that you might have. So here are some things to think about while losing the weight to hopefully minimize the loose skin that you might have. Number one, 
Don't lose the weight too fast. But that's what we all want, isn't it? We want it gone 20, 20 days ago. You know, I want the weight gone yesterday. If you lose it too fast, your skin doesn't have time to adjust. Think of, think of your skin like a balloon. You know, lots of times when you blow up these balloons, they're really tiny. And then you, you blow it up. And then if you let the air out after maybe a day or two, it doesn't go back to that little tiny balloon it used to be. It's a little stretched out. The recommended amount of weight loss uh, that you should do to have a steady pace is one to two pounds a week. That's the, the standard that I keep hearing and I think that you see on most articles. Now, as I mentioned earlier, one of the things I did was also include weight training in my exercise routine. Doing this kind of routine will help with toning your muscles. One of the things that guy said about the what do you call it? The loose skin syndrome was your muscles will fill in the loose skin. I like that. And, and I kind of experienced that. One day I was telling someone about the loose skin I had just um, above the back of my knee. And when I went to show them, eh, it wasn't there anymore. I had done the work and got that area so toned. And I didn't even realize it, that that loose skin that was there was gone. And that leads me to the next thing to help you with your loose skin. Give yourself time to get the work done. One article I read said it could take one to two years of working out with weights and still getting your cardio and your um, food um, balanced. I know you're thinking, oh, I want it now. But think about it. You already put in the work to take the weight off in a way that you could continue the rest of your life. You know, you've been doing it the way we're supposed to do it. I kept doing what I had always done to get the weight off, and the skin behind my knee went away. I kept doing my routine. Now, I don't know how long it took because I wasn't worried about it. It wasn't one of those things that I was looking at every day to see if it was going away. But just think if I would have said, oh, it'll take too long to tighten this area up. So take your time and give your body a chance to adjust. Next point is to stay hydrated. And I mean more hydrated with water, not soda. Staying hydrated helps you maintain your skin elasticity. So here's another reason why it's so important for you to drink your water. It does not just your body good, it does your skin good. And also what you eat affects your skin. I'm a big believer in that the food you eat affect how you feel. Um, they affect your, you know, your mood. It's just your, you, you wouldn't re- you would realize like sugar is a big thing right now. Think about how you feel after you've had a lot of sugar. So what you eat also will affect your skin. You know, if you want to help your skin, eat more protein rich foods. One ingredient in these foods that keeps your skin from sagging is, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, collagen. I think that's one of those Isn't it they do collagen implants into your lips or something to make them fuller? But some of the protein-rich foods that Ben Greenfield, he's got a podcast called The Get Fit Guy. He recommended foods like cottage cheese, legumes, uh, tofu, beans, seeds, nuts, and fish. And and meats are protein, but I'm not sure if you really get that much collagen from them. Uh, uh, These foods also have uh, the oils to help maintain a healthy skin. So here is another reason for you to watch what you eat or to make better choices when you eat. 
There is also another option if the amount of loose skin you may have may not get better even with weight training and doing the other things I previously mentioned. There is a skin there is skin removal surgery by a plastic surgeon. It's surgery like anything you know like a surgery, so that means there could be complications. You could also you you would also need to make sure your insurance covers this type of surgery and if they don't then you'll have to pay for it. You know, some of the concerns I've heard people say is the insurance actually, the insurance would cover for them to get like a gastric bypass surgery, but it wouldn't cover for the for the weight uh, the surgery to remove the loose skin. And I did a search online to try and figure out, you know, how much would it cost if you did get a procedure done to remove the skin? And the prices range anywhere from three thousand to $30,000, and it could be more depending on how long you have to be in the hospital. And also think of the time you would have to take off from work. Like I said, this is major surgery. I mean, your body has to take time to recover from them cutting things off. And uh, if the skin, if the insurance doesn't cover the skin removal surgery, lots of times I saw where someone said the reason was they thought it, they felt it was a cosmetic which meaning that you're doing it for looks and not for health reasons. But if it's deemed medically necessary, it might be covered. Because for some people, it is a matter of their health if they have a lot of loose skin. There's some of them that would happen is um, they would get infections in the folds of their skin, even though they're not you know, heavy anymore or heavy with the weight. They're still having complications from the loose skin. Uh, one of the articles recommended if you, you know, if you really have trouble with infection, you'll like putting powder between the folds. But, uh, but that, you know, I think would also feel miserable. I know it would be frustrating for someone that their insurance company would cover for them to have the gastric bypass or maybe some other type of weight loss procedure, but wouldn't pay for the loose skin to be removed. There was one lady where her parents paid for it for because she couldn't afford to, to do the surgery. Some people think of only the loose skin only being removed from the stomach area. But I mean, you think about it, it could be on your arms. It could be your legs or your butt. Now, if you have to have the skin removed, some plastic surgeons will only do maybe two areas at a time if you have several. And your recovery time will likely depend on what type of surgery you had and how well you bounce back. When looking for a doctor, try to find one that has that specializes in skin removal from weight loss. If you can talk to other people that have had the surgery done, that'll give you an idea of what you could expect before, during, and after the surgery, and if you feel that that would be right for you. So there you go. In today's episode, I gave you ways that were non-surgical, and if you, you know, feel that surgery might be your option, that you could talk to, you know, your doctor about that, about handling the loose skin. But it's your decision of how you want to handle it. And don't let anyone tell you one way is better than the other way or one way is right and one way is wrong. It's your body. You have to do what works for you and what will make you happy. That's what your weight loss journey is all about. Doing what you have to do to be happy with yourself. Until next time, Coach Gwen says, do what's best for you no matter what it is. You know you best. Have a great week. The information in this podcast is for informational purposes only. I'm not a medical professional. 
you should consult with your doctor or medical professional before beginning any weight loss or exercise program.